Hi friends, welcome to the Kansas City MomCast, a place to learn, connect, and grow in a relevant and intentional way. We're your hosts, Sarah and Megan. Join us as we interview experts in the field and hear from local moms just like you. This is a podcast for Kansas City moms by Kansas City moms. We know that your time is precious and we're grateful you've chosen to spend some of it with us. Thank you for being a part of the Kansas City Mom Collective community. On November 1, 2007, Charlie Horn, a two-year-old Kansas City boy, was killed when he attempted to climb a 30-inch dresser in his home. Brett and Jenny Horn, Charlie's parents, turned their tragedy into a mission. The Horns began reducing in-home accidents through increased public awareness and education. Through this effort, Charlie's house was established and served as a resource for families seeking safety and injury prevention information. As a result, the mission to prevent accidents and injuries to children in and around the home is fulfilled through increased safety awareness, public education, and the distribution of safety devices. Today, we're visiting with Melissa Roach, Program and Community Relations Manager of Charlie's House. Thanks for being with us today, and let's get started. Hi, Melissa. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for sharing time out of your busy day to talk to us about Charlie's house and um, safety with our kids. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about just what Charlie's house is and what the mission, what's Charlie House's mission? So our mission is to prevent accidents and injuries to children in and around the home. Okay. Okay. Um, where did it get its name? So Charlie's house was started because of an unfortunate accident that happened to a little boy named Charlie, mm-hmm. um, Charlie Horn, on November 1st, 2007. Um, he was killed when he attempted to climb a 30-inch dresser in his home. And it was through that tragedy that Charlie's house um, was created. His parents thought that, you know, if it could happen to them, it could happen to anybody. And so they started going out into the public and talking about Charlie and sharing his story with others, and then eventually um, giving out safety education materials and safety devices all at no cost. Okay. Um, So that would be classified as a preventable injury, correct? Correct. Okay. So can you kind of define what a preventable injury is? So there's lots of different ways that an injury could be prevented. One could be using a safety device, such as a tip over strap Mm -hmm. or an outlet cover, or even, you know, a cabinet lock, one that would prevent a child from getting into a cabinet that may have, you know, cleaning products inside or possibly medications um, that need to be out of reach and locked up from a child, but can be easily accessed if not locked up properly. Sure, sure. So kind of speaking to that, you know, our kids love to, especially the younger ones, love to explore. So how do we give our kids the opportunity to explore safely? And you kind of alluded to that a little bit with the, um, you know, the, the locks and those types of things. Correct. I mean, yeah, I mean, the best way to allow 
kiddos to explore is is just by being there and you know letting them have the freedom to do so, but also making sure that it's done safely. Always be watching them. Always making sure that in in their play space or their sleep space that they're going to be able to be safe, even if you were to leave the room for just a couple of minutes. Um, and that would mean you know making sure that you have everything you need to make that room safe and that space safe, um, whether that be safety devices or just a little bit of education of knowing not to leave your child unattended near water, for example. Sure. sure. So kind of speaking to that, you know, we're all getting into summer and different activities than, you know, we've been doing through the school year. What are some things that as parents we need to be aware of to approach summer that are maybe unique to this season? So, um, definitely water safety is one that we've been pushing, especially with um, pools getting ready to open this coming up weekend. Um, and then making sure that um, we are always having a water watcher mm-hmm. near those pools. And then, of course, knowing about the different safety features of a pool setting um, is incredibly important as well, like making sure that there's a gate, making sure that they lock, making sure that we have uh, alarms on the doors and windows to, to alert you if a child were to get outside. Um, some other examples could include um, barbecues and barbecue safety. So many of us are gonna be going outside this summer to barbecue for our families, but one thing that we need to keep in mind is setting up those perimeters and letting children and our pets know that it's not safe to get too close to those barbecue grills um, and setting up those rules ahead of time. Um, something else would also be um, fireworks and making sure that we are not allowing any child to light off fireworks. Mm-hmm. Even even sparklers can be a dangerous thing. I mean, they can get thousands of degrees um, temperature-wise, um, which is just so unsafe for a child to be having in their hand, let alone in within their grasp. Sure. So- so our team had the opportunity to come to the Charlie's house um, demonstration house, which we'll talk about at the end of how people can experience that. But one of the things I was feeling as we were touring the house was just the amount of dangers, I guess, yes. in every single room. And mm-hmm. it was you know overwhelming just to think about, oh my gosh, I need to make a list and really get my house in order here. Um, but for someone who is listening, and you know, obviously, all mothers want their children to be safe at home. What are some of the top things that you would say they should do right away to ensure their kids are safe? Um, the number one thing that I always recommend, especially with um, new parents um, of little ones, is to actually get on the floor, get on the floor of your home um, or of their childcare setting, and start crawling on floor level, um, on, on your hands and knees to see what type of things around, um, that could be within reach, you know, crawl and see if they could get their outlets or if they were to pull up, would they be able to pull on anything that could possibly fall on top of them, like a bookshelf or a television? Um, do they have the ability to, um, get into small things that they would want to put into their mouth? Um, do they have cords at their reach that need to be put up somewhere safer? Is there on the window blinds, are the cords out of reach to where they can't access them and, and play with them? Um, are the outlets covered up? 
I remember that was from doing the tour, the line cord was something that stuck in my mind because we have an older home and we do have a couple of those blind cords and my kids are older. Um, but it was such a good reminder of what can happen with those. You know, I think it's important to remember just because your child is no longer, you know, crawling or, you know, a toddler that they can still get, you know, very injured by some of those just everyday household things. Oh, definitely. I mean, a, a child dies every 10 days from, I'm sorry, every month, a child dies every month from a window blind cord accident, um, simply because they, you know, parents don't know or don't think about putting up the, the cords to the window blinds itself by, by simply wrapping them up into, a, you know, a window blind cord wrap, which is one of the items that we provide. Mm-hmm. It can make it safe for the child so that you don't have to worry about leaving them unattended near that window blind. For sure. So God forbid, and if there is an emergency, a lot of times time is super critical and a minute can be the difference between life and death. So what are some numbers that we should have in our phone in case of emergency? Um, the number one number that I always highly recommend is the poison control number, yeah. which is they're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, and it's just a 1-800-222-1222. You can call them anytime if you believe that your child or your spouse or even yourself have ingested something that may not be safe. Okay. Um, and what's really nice is that you can actually call them um, for additional things as well. Like if you start taking a medication, for example, and you're worried about it counteracting with another medication that you are already on, you can actually call them and they can give you um, advice on that as well, which is wonderful. And then a second number um, that we've been sharing with families is the button battery um, awareness number. If you believe that your child has swallowed a button battery, you can actually call that phone number and they can tell you what to do. Um, and they they can tell you exactly like what exactly should I know and how, how should I um, act as a parent um, to make sure that my child is going to be safe and that we prevent this um, from happening. And I'm trying to find that number. I don't have it in front of me, but I can. That's okay. And we will, we'll put in our show notes, um, these phone numbers. So oh, wonderful. Okay. Or, you know, many caretakers have access to that. So, Alyssa, can you tell us a little bit about, Sarah had said that we, our team had the opportunity to visit the safety demonstration house um, for Charlie's house. So what does somebody do when they come on a tour there? And the, and the tours are free, right? Right. Yeah. So everything that we offer at Charlie's house is at no cost. Okay. Um, the tour itself, um, it's, it's simply, it's so easy to sign up. You could just go online um, to our website, which is charliesshouse.org. Or you can give us a call and you set up a tour. We are open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. And what you do is when you get there, um, we introduce you to the house and we talk to you a little bit about Charlie's story. And then we uh, immediately start watching these short um, videos that are on the TVs within each of the rooms. Um, And then we go through um, the nursery, the bathroom, the bedroom. We have an outside deck space that we use when the weather cooperates, Mm -hmm. Um, the family room, which includes the stairs, an office area, the kitchen area, the laundry area, and then also the garage. Mm -hmm. And so when you go on that tour, it typically takes 
about 45 minutes to an hour of your time to walk through each of those rooms and, and ask questions and, and also get some talking points from the tour guide itself. For sure. Um, okay, so you had said, so we know how to schedule. We can either call or go online. And then you said, how, can you repeat how long the tour typically takes? Sure. So the tour, it's, it's about 45 minutes to an hour. Okay, great. And do you guys have a virtual option for a tour? We do. So if you don't have the ability to come in person, um, then you can actually go to our website, which is just charliehouse.org again. Um, and there's a button that you click on and it says virtual house. And you can actually see the entire tour online on our website. You can watch the same videos that you would see if you were there in person and also zoom in on any of the safety devices that we have on display, as well as the posters and the different um, talking points are listed on that website as well. Melissa, can you tell us what are some of the groups that come in? I know, mm -hmm. you know, I've been talking to a few friends about bringing our older kids mm -hmm. who might start staying home alone with younger ones or by themselves. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like it's a hard thing to teach without seeing it. And that is kind of the beauty of the house of you know, these revelations of like, oh, <laughs> that is yeah. a dangerous situation. Um, so what kind of groups or is it individuals do you usually see coming in for tours? So right now we see families um, of every age and stage, um, which includes, you know, from the moment you find out you're pregnant all the way up until your child might be going off to college next year, um, we invite all of those families to come and see us because I feel like safety never ends and it, it is ever growing and, and those families need to know about safety in every aspect of their child's life from the moment they find out they're pregnant and then they're crawling and then they're walking and then now they're a preschooler and they're climbing and <laughs> trying to get into everything. And then we get into the elementary age where we want to make sure that they are aware of what to do when they're at a friend's house um, and questions for parents to ask when they have those play dates. Like if, you know, you know, do you have your medication stored properly? Does your family um, have weapons in the home? Are they locked up appropriately? Things like that. And then we also offer, um, tours for medical professionals. We have medical students um, and community organizations as well that come in and take a tour of, of the house um, and learn about how they can apply that in um, a real life setting in their job someday. Uh, I, a couple of other ideas popped in my mind too is this would be great for grandparents. Oh yes, definitely. If you're looking um, to you know, grandbaby proof their home, um, this would be a great idea and also for like um, MOPS groups, like mothers of preschoolers, or yes. better moms, BBM groups, um, would be great um, candidates for I mean, everybody is. But. Yeah, we've, we've worked with um, parents as teachers, all of those different home visiting groups. Yeah. We come in for a tour. We've also worked with um, uh, caregivers, like from daycares and public school settings. They've been coming in for tours as well. Um, and then we also are getting ready to set up uh, programs for emergency personnel who are in the police department or the fire department, and they need a place to come for professional development. And we will be that site for them as well so that they, they know what to talk about with families when it comes to safety in the home. Awesome. So last question for you, Melissa, you guys have so many awesome programs and opportunities um, at Charlie's house. Like for example, one of them, I know you guys do babysitting courses, which is so cool. 
um, in, in, uh, including babysitting courses, what other things do you guys offer there? So something that we're hoping to offer um, sooner than later is going to be CPR classes. Mm -hmm. um, and those will actually be offered by either the Red Cross or the local fire department. Both have actually taken an interest in being able to provide those at um, the safety demonstration house. And those will be also be free. Um, and then we'll also be able to have a um, fire safety program in the works right now that we're creating for children, youth, adults, and then those EMS professionals. We're hoping that they, when they come, they'll not only be able to have a fire safety focused tour where they will go room by room in our house, as well as our fire safety trailer outside on our property that teaches you what to do in case of a real fire and that interactive um, display of, you know, how do you put out the fire and actually having to use a fire extinguisher to put it out and being able to escape out the window if, if there is a fire in your home and how to how to get out of your bedroom safely. And then one other, another program that we're going to be able to offer is um, possibly playground safety. <clears throat> and we're hoping to have a real life playground <laughs> on the property to where um, parents and children will be able to learn about playground safety, as well as it being a professional development spot for those playground inspectors um, that work nationwide and making sure that all of our public playgrounds are safe for our kiddos whenever we take them to the local park. That's awesome. So kind of almost like a model playground, you know. Mm -hmm. This is a safe version. <laughs> okay, Melissa, thank you so much. It's been awesome. Great, great information that we can never get enough of. And we will link to everything. And I would say Sarah and I both would encourage anybody listening to get a group of friends or a group that you're involved with and go um, take the tour. It is super informative, um, regardless of your kid's age. And um, we just appreciate your time today. Wonderful. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. All right. Absolutely. We'll be in touch. Thanks, Thanks Melissa. Melissa. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you again for spending part of your day with us. We would love for you to share this podcast with other Kansas City moms, as well as rate and review, as this helps others find us. We would also love to hear from you, whether it's to share what you loved about today's episode, an idea for a future topic, or just to tell us how you're doing. We are here for you. You can email us anytime at kcncpodcast at gmail.com. See you next time on another episode of Kansas City Momcast.